I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Well, hello. (laughs) Oh, our Wyoming weather. Oh, man, there's so much snow on the ground right now. Oh, my goodness. And so by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably be 100 degrees again. Yeah, because it's technically just like the 9th of September. So Yeah, so it was 100 degrees on Saturday, like 96 on Sunday. And we got a foot of snow yesterday. Yep, yep. And broke all the trees in town. Oh, man, that was like... It's devastating. It's really bad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. I know my parents have a tree that literally was like as tall as their house and split in half. It's bad. I, I, Ron, I, Ron went out like there's a, we have a tree in the backyard and it's like the whole top of it just broke off. Oh yeah. Driving down the street here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's just trucks like piling battle. branches <laughs> in. Oh, it's, a tr- it's a tree battlefield. Oh, it's so sad. I mean, granted we're not in the fires, so we'll no, take yeah, it. That's fine. But you know, cause the, we're the, thinking of you guys in those fires yeah, and the fires that, probably could use to this snow. Yes. But apparently it snowed everywhere. There is not a fire. Of course. And of even course. Colorado has like fires. If you look at the map, like fires in the corner and it snowed like straight through the middle. Oh my I was God. like, seriously, you couldn't like move a little and hit it. Well, that would be ridiculous. So, yeah, we get a lot of cleanup this weekend. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be my neighbor's big trees because I don't have big trees. My trees are fine. <laughs> the neighbor's trees are in my yard well, over my fence. And your neighbors are so awesome. I don't think they even know it snowed. Like, they'll probably, when I go talk to them, they'll be like, we have trees in the backyard? Well, they're, they're uh, yeah. They're, I don't know. Even how, you know, I shouldn't say anything because I don't. I think they're just... They're renters and they're, they're young. it's not their house and they're young and um, your cat is in my purse. I know. She's decided. <laughs> Apparently she's I'm going home there. with Heidi's little cute little kitty. She's very little though and yeah. she could go in my purse. <laughs> she, does, she does fit in the purse. Oh, she's so cute. She is cute. Huh. Oh, I don't think I have any food in there though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some licorice. I usually have licorice in there. Well, she doesn't like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. I think it's too hard for her to chew. Well, yeah, probably. Anyway. So today. We digress. digress. I know. Well, you know, (laughs) last week was a little bit, we were probably a little angry. Not angry, but a little worked up. Yeah. Like last week's podcast was a little, but you know, we were super frustrated, guys. We've been getting questions that are not looking for solutions Mm -hmm. and it gets a little frustrating. So though we're usually super lighthearted. And we really are trying to give you a lot. There is a point where you do have to do the work. Yeah. And it gets a little exhausting when, like, in one week you're bombarded with, like, you know, 20 people who are like, hey, do this for me. Well, that's just it. I <clears throat> I think we we already did the work. We already worked our butts off. And yeah. so. And we're willing to help. And, we're, and we're still working. I just our, can't. We're still working right. our butts off. But it's not. Um, I it's can't not, go get your bank account. I right. can't. It's not get our your job to make sure that your business takes off and does well. It's your job. Exactly. And our job and gift to you is everything we know to make it easier right. for you. It's the information that we're giving you so that you can do that. And it does make it easier because you know exactly what to do instead of fumbling around for well, the I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing right and now. And I would bet there's a whole bunch of you that probably were like, oh my gosh, I totally felt you. Like, 
I'm a year out and this girl just got out of school or this guy just got out of school and they're like, well, show me what you did and just do it for me. I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys felt us. I yeah. mean, it's an actually a very common thing in any industry yeah. and especially in entrepreneurs. People go, I want to be an entrepreneur here. Do it for me. Yeah. yeah t- give me everything and do it. But the person who does it is the entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, that would be you yeah, doing it. If you didn't it. do it, if you didn't do it, then someone else is the entrepreneur. Exactly. But today we're going to talk a little bit. I know we talked a little last week about retail and stuff, but we're really going to dive into aftercare mm-hmm. and education for aftercare because I've noticed, I actually just had a friend of mine who is... She is listening to the podcast. Oh, sweet. She um, mentioned, she goes, hey, what do I use for aftercare? I'm getting waxed. And I wasn't told anything. And this is so common that I hear this. People will come in and it's not their first wax. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing for aftercare? Oh, well, nothing. No one's ever told me anything. Right. I'm supposed to do aftercare? Okay, well, you're getting breaks and bump out bumps. And they're like, yeah, isn't that normal? I'm like... Yes, but there is stuff you can do to help prevent and take care of things. So really, as the professional, your job isn't to keep this all secret. You guys, we are professionals. We're licensed. We do have the education to do this. You're not going to teach them how to do it so they take the job away and do it themselves. But you you can't go home with someone and help them exfoliate every day. No. You have to... Or you know, oil, the, you put oil on their cuticles so they don't have bloody cracked cuticles, Right. you know, or use the right shampoo on a beautiful $500 color mm-hmm. that took you hours. So make sure you are not pushing retail on people. What you are doing is educating them on the correct products to use, or they're going to run to Walmart or Sephora or wherever they go. And that person there will make the sale and go, this is what I would use. And they're going to go even a high-end department store. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this great color done. What would I do? Why should you not be making the money on the service that you provided, giving them the best product to use to make sure that your service continues to look good? Exactly. So, but it's so common. It's very common. And I think a lot of it is just people are afraid to sell something. They're afraid, you know, like they're like, well, I don't want my clients to think that, you know, like they have to buy all their stuff from me. Right. Well, what, but why aren't they? They're buying it from somewhere. Yeah. They're, I mean, so, you know, you're comfortable doing, you know, a $300 hairstyle and them using Pantene. Well, exactly. And really, you guys, if this, you know, the shutdown for so many of you hasn't taught you anything, if you saw all the salons that were still making money during shutdown, they pivoted to way more online sales, baskets, hand kits, feet kits, you know, Zoom, you know, how to style your hair, just some stuff that they did things that were not just their service. Right. But the education, guys, it is your job. It is your, this is what they come to a professional for. If they wanted to do it at home, that's fine. They'll do it at home. But if they come to a professional, they want to know what you know. They want you to tell them, please do this and this and this to make sure that this stays the best quality. Well, and more than likely, they're not doing it or even asking you about it because they don't know. Well, they don't know to ask. Mm -hmm. So it is your job to say, I know when I finish with a wax service, even if they've already been waxed, 
I say, these are the products I recommend. I send everybody with shower gloves. I include it in my price because I found when I tried to tell people to get shower gloves, they would forget because it's not something in the forefront of their mind when they go to their store. Well, and even when you, we even, I mean, even though you sell them, you're like, you know, they're like, well, I'll get them, you know, I, yep. I can get them when I go to yep. the store. Yep. So I go ahead and include it in my price and I just require they take a pair with them. You know, they cost me a buck. I go ahead and just give them that in the, and when they leave, they're like, oh, can I get a new pair? I'm like, absolutely. You know, but I make sure to tell them you will not need a new pair every time because I don't want people, right. they do not need a new pair every single time. You can wash them and take care of them. Yes. And I know that you give all your new clients cuticle oil. Yeah. My brand new clients, the, um, if I do a brand new full set and I have never seen you before, um, you get a, just, it's a little tiny bottle of cuticle oil. They're about a buck. Yeah. And, um, they all get one, excuse me. And then I explain to them why cuticle oil is so important. Um, so, I mean, they, most of them are like, oh, really? I didn't know this would help me help fix my hangnails. Or I didn't know that, you know, or or, they're like, oh, my fingers crack in the winter. Well, use cuticle oil all the time. Right. And, you know, I sell quite a bit of skincare retail and I do not offer facials. Mm-mm. I found years ago, I don't love doing facials. I really like getting them, but I do not like giving them. But as an esthetician, people are still going to ask me about their skin or when we're waxing and I'm like, hey, what's going on here? They're breaking out something even on their face that wasn't happening before. Or I see a condition. I still need to be educated on that. And then I can tell them and say, hey, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, I've always had these issues. I'm like, you know, I do sell skincare and I have a line I love. I've been using for quite a while. I use it personally. And they're like, oh, you do? Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of times when you go into a a wax only place or a nail only place, they're not selling retail. But I have felt that as my job as an esthetician, I should still know about skin. Well, you you were taught about skin. Yes. And I don't know everything about you know, all the different machines for facials and stuff because I don't need to know well, that because not I'm not using. Well, but I'm also not using like galvanic and different things. Well, and that, which is true, but you're you're also like a lot of that stuff is in the medical field. No, they use a lot. They do use a lot during facials. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. But I don't do facials. So for me, I need to know because my frustration came early on when I was doing facials and people would go, well, I get like two a year, but I can't figure out why my skin doesn't look good. Like, what do you use when you get home? Well, I use, you know, this bar of soap. And I'm like, well, why don't you go ahead and get some product that we used on your skin? Oh, I can't afford that. Or no, mine's just fine. I'll just do my two facials a year and wonder why my skin doesn't look great. Right. So I got to a point where I was so frustrated that I found that if I could educate people to do things at home, Mm -hmm. first, they would actually be seeing a change in their skin. Right. But also then I make the money because they're going to buy it from somewhere. Yeah. And so why not buy a quality product that I can educate them on that I trust? Well, and not only that, like I've even had people who <clears throat> they're like, well, you know, yeah, cuticle oil is great, but isn't there anything that I can just use that, you know, I, could, I have to buy something today? And I'm always like, well, no, 
Because you don't have to buy anything today. Just know I have it. And I have it. But I will also tell them, like, there's little things that you can use that uh, that will work, but I don't think that that will work. And I tell them, I'm like, it'll work, but it won't work as well. Right. And I said, but, you know, like, if you want to rub, you know, coconut oil on your cuticles every day, that's totally something and that's affordable. And um, that most people have around their house. So... You know, Especially after the coconut oil craze. Yes, I just found exactly. four gallon jars in my <laughs> garage. <laughs> so, I mean, and it's a great moisturizer. And so <clears throat> I've had people come back to me and they're like, you know, I've been using it. It works great, but I think I'm just going to buy some like, regular cuticle oil from you. And I'm like, okay. yeah. So because I gave them information on how to do something cheaper they were more than willing to come back to me and give me the money for the less cheap product because I was able to help them regardless of them right. spending money with me. Right. And if you can do that, then you should be doing that. Well, and you guys, really, if you want to see the numbers, look up the numbers. I haven't looked them up recently, but for cosmetic sales in the United States, cosmetic sales, if you're in another country, look up your the sales for the year of just the cosmetic inter- oh, industry. It's, in- it's insane. And how many people sit at home and shop on their apps and this and that and try mm-hmm. all this different stuff. Why are you not offering something? And I'm not saying offer 465 lines. No, 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 no. Pick a line or two. And some people do a couple if you can afford that. But when you start, just pick one or two lines that are great, can kind of give your clients what they need. And, you know, I make sure to sell waxing aftercare. I do sell the body line because I do sell that with the waxing. But I sell the lotion and everything that goes with it also. But I also sell the skincare line because I want to be well-rounded in that. We don't offer a ton of other lines. I have a makeup line. And we did bring in a whole bunch of different stuff for Christmas for baskets. Yeah, but it's not. Like, they're not particularly, like, lines of things that you're going to do. Like, they're just. They're more gifts. Like, little. Yeah, little retail things. But really, you guys. The amount, when I look at the amount of sales I do every year, I do like probably a a quarter of my entire money income that I make that year is retail. Yeah. She makes a lot in retail and um, I don't make quite as much. That's because we just just, got her back into selling retail again. Yeah, that's true. We did just get me started. And when I got started selling retail, I only bought the things that I knew I could sell. Right. And I didn't try to sell anything else. Right. Um, but over the years, you learn new things. Like if you get things in and you recommend it to someone, a lot of people will try it. They may never buy it again, but they'll try it one right. time. And um, so my retail sales have gone up quite a bit. Right. And um, so it's been pretty great because we offer like a line of um, collagen gloves and socks. And we've sold quite a few of those. And those are great. And we've used them. Right. And because I've used them, I can tell someone, you know, these are amazing. Like my hands felt great. I wore, I put these on and my hands felt great for like three days afterwards. Well, and so if you did something like that once a week, right. you could really repair your skin. Well, and that I think has helped quite a bit too, because people come in what once a month for a pedicure yeah. and they're like, well, what do I do in between? And right. before you were kind of like, well, just some lotion and you had some, a couple of things. I and sold like, some creams. Yeah. And, and they were like, well, but these have gone over cause they can, they're convenient. They're extremely people, convenient. People were like, oh, I can just sit around and put these on and sit around and watch TV. I don't have to like, 
you know, because it's a lot of work to put lotion on. And I actually feel this way, like, <laughs> and not on my face, but I don't really love having it on my feet because then I have to sit there and I'm not very good at sitting. Right. So, but the socks, I can actually throw on and maybe watch TV for 20 minutes and then I'm good. The lotion just takes longer to absorb. And for me, it was just... Well, for some people, I know it they sounds silly, but. Well, but some people don't like that greasy feeling, which is right. why I've always also offered a cream that is dry, right? It dries and it is a non greasy right. cream and it's an all natural cream that um, helps heal right. dry skin. And so, um, and it's specifically designed for right. calluses on your feet. So, um, and I have always sold a lot of that. That stuff is great. And I have used it for 15 years right. and it's amazing. But these pedicures, little like boxes little in the collagen, yeah, collagen yeah. have done amazing because so many, like Heidi's clients would come in, you know, once a month and it was a lot of work every time. Be, yeah. And then they would be like, what can I do in between? And you kind of tell them and they're like, eh. but it's aftercare for their pedicure, aftercare for your manicure. Mm-hmm. You're not just doing aftercare for waxing you still need to take care of the service that was done. Well, and you're going to have your clients, even when you're doing hair, like you color someone's hair. I don't, you know, and and people, especially those people who bleach, you know, they get their hair bleached and they're like, oh, my hair is just so dry. Right. Well, why aren't you selling them a conditioning treatment? Yeah. And say, do this once a week. You know, like even if you just did one and you're like, you know what, I'll do this first one. You know, if you say you just offer the deal, if you buy the kit for the conditioning treatment, you give them their first one for free. Right at their service and then they take it home and they use it you know once every couple of weeks and they're like oh my god my hair is so much better not only have you built this enormous amount of trust right but you've also made money well and you know the other little trick I don't see a lot of stylists do anymore and maybe and I look around when I go places and maybe it's because where I've been going it's you know one person in there it could be but I also because people are afraid to sell, they don't have the retail sitting there. But I know when I got my hair done, you know, like 20 years ago, I know a lot of the, when you were got out of school, what they taught you is the products you used, you actually set them kind of in front of your client. Yes. So you would use it and then set it there and then you'd use the next product and set it there. What people do now is they use it and put it away or put it in your cart so it's out of the way, but you use it and you leave it sitting there. And what you do is, let's say you use a root boost and you use it and then you blow dry their hair and they're like, huh. And then they kind of sit there and look at it and they're like, do you sell this? And you go, absolutely. Yeah. I sell this. Well, and what's really cool is I, I um, worked with a hairstylist and he was, um, well, his method to me, I thought was just ingenious because he didn't keep anything out on the counter and he kept some product in stock, but he didn't have it out on, on the floor. Right. Um, so his retail overhead was really low. Right. But what was so genius about what he did was when he used a product in your hair, he would put the product in his hand. He would tell you exactly what it is. He would let you smell it. He would show you the bottle. He would put it in your hair. He would do your hair. Then, then people would be like, that stuff's really cool. And I really like how it smells. Like, can I get that stuff? Right. And he's like, yes, I will order you some. Mm. And you can come and, you know, I'll either have it up at your next appointment or right. you can pick it up. Well, and the hard part was some of that. Like he had a very loyal clientele base. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're at a time where everyone wants it right now. So right. at this point, I wouldn't recommend, unless you are out of it, ordering product for people. Well, but if you don't, if you really don't feel that you have the money right. to 
keep a, a retail line in stock, right? Then this is a, that's a perfect way to do something right. because you can get it. Most of the time, hairstylists, especially, I think right. they usually use something that they can find where they live, right? So, but be, that's why I'm saying if you can keep a couple bottles and then you go buy and that's, more. He usually did like right. the stuff that he knew that he sold really right. well. But if he didn't have anything, but he right. didn't have like a line that was just out, right? He literally showed you and told you about the product right. while he's putting it on your hair. Right. And well, and I think with a really loyal clientele base, and like if I've run out of things, I will actually have people pay for it at their appointment. Yeah. So it guarantees, and I'll say, you know what, I'm going to have you pay for it today. It'll be in in a few days, and I have it sitting in the pickup basket. And he did that a lot. And I think that, if you offer that, most people are like, oh, yes, absolutely. If you're like, I'll have it at your next appointment, I have found that a lot of people go, you know, I can't afford it today. But if they're ready to buy it, just have them pay for it. And most people have no issue with this. Right. Now, I'm just going to add it to today so that when it gets in, I will have it ready out front for you. You can just pop in and pick it up, and then there's no question. Right. But I, I really do think try to have a couple things on hand because you will sell more. Well, and the things that you know will that go over really well. Well, and as you get busier anyways, you will just keep a full line anyways. You won't... Be like, well, I'm going to run out and get one of these. You'll get busier. And like I keep, you know, the blemish control that I sell, I keep it like 12 of those. That's like the limit. When I hit 12, I order more. Well, and he did, um, there was hairspray. He sold tons and tons and tons of hairspray. Well, and you guys, you can buy hairspray from anywhere. Yeah. But yet he told them about it. He showed it to them and he set it on the counter so that people see it. They oh. look at the bottle and they go... My hair looks amazing. I want what he's using. Well, and and he used a pr the product line that he used. He researched, yep. so he knew that. And I still love that hairspray. Yeah. And so um, he that you know he used something that worked really well. And these women, well, even got some guys. Yeah. Like not a lot of guys use hairspray, but some guys do. Right. And but they would see like they would leave, and their hair would be great the whole rest of the day right. or whatever and so they're like what kind of hairspray did you use right so um he just showed you and there's no reason why you can't you know do that you're you not don't have selling to, you're educating yeah you don't have to say well i sell this right you're not like hey let me here buy some more stuff let's add your get your ticket up no you are educating them because you put a lot of work into doing that hair mm -hmm. or doing that wax or doing that pedicure or manicure you put so much work into it. Do you want them to walk out and in two days they're like, hey, I use my Pert Plus and this bar of ivory <laughs> on my skin and, yeah, you know, stuck my fingers in turpentine. and Oh my you know. God, that's so. like the most insane thing. I will tell you this. This is this is a really funny story. But I had a client who came in and, well, she I did her nails. She called and she was like, oh, my nails are melting. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, that's my not normal. I know. She's like, my nails are melting off. And I was like, um... I, huh? yeah, I was like, I don't understand. Right. And so I was like, what have you been doing? And she's like, well, nothing. They just started melting off. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? So I had her come in. I was like, I'm going to have to see this because acrylic just doesn't like melt. And, um, so she comes in and, uh, I'm looking at her nails and they were melting off and I wouldn't say they were melting off. I would say um, she had stuck them in something that was 
that melted them that off. melted them off. like it she had, it looked like she was soaking them off like like acetone like she had oh soaked them in acetone and i was like well so what have you had your hands in and she's like, well, we were doing some staining and I had to clean all of the brushes and stuff out and um, I had to get all the stain off my hands and stuff. So we were using turpentine. Oh, sh- and I was like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, every time I, I hear this story, I just say, what? I don't think your skin, like the idea of putting my skin in turpentine well, is and it not pretty a much, good idea. It pretty much says like on the bottle of turpentine, use gloves. Like it's turpentine. Well, and Yeah. I, but I, I was like, what? So she had washed everything like all, without gloves. She oh didn't use God. any gloves. Um, and Oh, my goodness. Every and, time I hear this story. Yeah, and then stuck her hands in turpentine. And she wanted me to um, <laughs> do a brand new full set on her. And I was like, well, I'll do a new set. I don't have a problem doing a full set for you, but you're going to pay for a full set. Right. And she's like, well, that's not right because these melted off. And I'm like, well, but you stuck your hands in turpentine. Right. And so like you can't put your hands in a caustic chemical and expect me to guarantee my product. Like that's right. not a thing. Right. And she was like, well, you didn't tell me I couldn't put my hands in turpentine. So you guys, there are going to be those people who are like, you didn't tell me, blah, 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 blah. And I get the calls where... I, you know, after waxing, no heat or friction for 24 to 48 hours. That includes Sex. spouses and boyfriends <laughs> and all. And I will have people text me like an hour later and they're like, so do you think I could do this? I'm like, well, you're a grown up, so you can make your choice. I am telling you the reasons why you should not. You have open follicles. It can cause infection. Do you want to break out? But I want to. And I'm like, I can't stop right. you, but let me be clear. I am telling you I'm what res- will happen. <laughs> I'm not responsible for what happens. But the thing is, is it is your job to educate, right? But never in my life. Well, no, but you don't have to know every single thing that they're going to. Never in my crazy. life was I like, oh, I should probably tell people they shouldn't stick their right. hands in turpentine. Well, and you do not have to guarantee that kind of work either. No, no, no. Do not be afraid to go. No, this was. And I did not I was any like, mistake of mine. This was. I was like, this didn't have anything to do with. Right? What I did, it doesn't have anything to do with the actual product. I said, you know, I will redo your nails for you, but I will not do them for free. Right. And she was really mad about it. And I was like, well, then I just don't think this is going to work. Right. Because that's not okay. No, I'm like, I'm not, I can't guarantee that. And I can't help that you stuck your hand in a caustic chemical. Like, I'm surprised your skin isn't burned. That's where I was a little surprised. But... But she just, so just so you know, there are going to be things you can't educate people on. Right. And, well, and you guys shouldn't have to educate people on 5,000 things in the Right. World. Like I'm not going to put a sign up that says, please do not put your hands in turpentine, acid, right. you know, stuff like that. Like, hello. And please don't use, you know, an SOS pad on your face. And, right. You like, know, there's certain seriously. things where you're like, there should be some common sense. Silicone is not an injectable for your lips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like there's oh. things like that, but, but also the fact that educate y- them on what you do know yeah, and make sure to sell retail. You guys, retail is such a huge industry and I sell, I have an online store and so does Heidi Yeah, and we have a pickup spot. We don't even have a receptionist. No, we don't. We, I, but Heidi Why? does sit out front. <laughs> She, um, I am occasionally the sexitary. She is, but the good thing is she's right there and our clientele 
you know, is good. They don't come in and just steal extra stuff. We're, no. We've been very lucky. But we have a little spot for pickup. You could do a lockbox and then send people the code you know, to come get things so that you can actually sell retail while you're still working. Or or when you're on vacation. And I don't, well, on vacation's a little hard because we have to put it together. But like if someone sells something, I will text Heidi and say, can you get this together? Mm -hmm. So you could call someone you trust, do a little lockbox. They can, they've already paid for it online. They've already purchased it. They just have to come get it. My retail sales have gone skyrocketing since I've done that because I'm selling stuff in the middle of the night because what do people like to do when their children go to bed, when their day is done? When they can't sleep. They sit down and shop online. So why should they not be shopping from you? Right. And I mean, if if, Amag- if Amazon can sell it and make money, why can't you sell it and make money? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, support your other small businesses. There might be a shop down the street that retails something that you've always wanted to try. Mm-hmm. Support them. Exactly. You know, make sure to pay your sales tax. Yes. Make please. sure to register for your sales tax license in the county and state you are in. Because mm-hmm. we are in um, Natrona County and our sales tax is a little different than it is in different counties. Mm-hmm. We have registered sales, retail sales tax licenses. We pay our quarterly sales taxes. Make sure you do that because that will really. You know, it makes it, you know, it'll screw you in the end because uh, yes. if you don't pay it, they, you will pay it at the end of the year and you will also pay fines. A lot of fines. Or if they find out you've been selling retail. Without collecting without sales collecting tax. Without collecting sales tax, you'll yep. be in some deep poo-poo. So another thing, money. With, yeah, yeah. But another thing with that is, is that you should always, when you buy your things, you should always buy them at wholesale. Right. Do not pay retail for an item you're going right. to sell as retail. Um, so most shops or most right. places that you buy your product have the um, sales tax free option right. where you go in and you buy things for wholesale from them and you can sell it for retail and they don't charge you the sales tax. But products you're using, like use tax, you have to pay. You have to pay for the stuff so that you're going to use. The stuff I buy, a lot of the stuff I buy in town, I choose to not put on my wholesale, I just pay the sales tax there so I don't have to deal with it later. Yeah. So I don't have to remember to pay it. And most of the time, most of the time I do that unless I know that I'm buying something specific. Well, and I know they've then. changed some of the rules recently. So check with your state because with Wyoming, they've changed some of the rules recently on some of the use tax things. And so we just, you just have to keep up on your state, mm-hmm. but make sure you are, you do have to pay sales tax on the things you purchase to use. You have to pay sales tax on what you're selling. But you collect that sales tax from the person you're selling it. Right. You don't have that to pay. One. Your use otherwise, tax you pay for yourself. Well, and, it's a business expense. And if you think about it, so otherwise, if you are selling a retail product and you bought it for retail price, you are paying sales tax twice. Yes. And there's no reason to do that. No, no. So make sure you are not paying sales tax twice. And if you buy it retail and you sell it retail, you make no money. You're just paying sales tax twice. Well, and that's it. Even if you decide you're like, well, I'm just going to mark it up. Well, you can mark it up, but why would they pay that price if they could get it? Retail somewhere else, anywhere else. Anywhere else, cheaper. So that is just something that you need to think about. And um, But get out there and make some money. Educate people. You know what you're doing. And most lines will actually educate you on how to sell their line. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, FootLogix does that. And it's, yep. you know, it's awesome. Well, and I know when I started selling 2L and Baradin, I went there and they taught me everything. They have a product mm-hmm. knowledge class. I have the book. I went and I've taken their week-long facial class years ago. And their support is amazing if I have any questions. So, you know, make sure you pick a brand that does that. My makeup line, Carrie, does great things with that. You know, everybody that I choose to 
sell as retail, I make sure they have a great education line. Or that you know. Or not line, but education well, support. Or, yeah, some way to find out about their product. Well, what Young Nails does did a lot of free stuff, like more classes and stuff during shutdown. They did. They when they still are doing them. Yes. Um, but they have great they, support. They have amazing support. They're amazing. So really, you guys, they're offering you the education. Make sure you are passing not the technical education on, but how to use the aftercare, how, you know, they want you to sell their products, of course, but you want to sell those products because if a client does not have a breakout or their skin looks amazing or their cuticles are awesome and their polish lasts, they're coming back. Yes. And they trust you and you are a professional. So if you fix a problem for them, they will come back so that that you can fix more problems. And they trust you. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you are giving them They are not coming to you just for a service. They're coming for education. So you don't have to be, you know, oh, I'm teaching you this, but just be like, you know, this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, okay. They also already trust you because more than likely, if it's not the first time they're there, you've been doing their services for however long. Right. And so, of course, they trust you because they're seeing you like every two weeks or every four weeks or every six weeks. Yes. So um, telling them something automatically their first thing is going to be like, you think so? And you're going to be like, yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, okay. You know, I had, I just think if you can educate them and even send them with some samples, if you have it. Samples are great guys. Yep. I love samples, but do not send them with a pile of them. And don't, I actually used to keep them out in my um, room, but I had a girl who always thought that that was actually just her personal supply. And she'd be like, oh, I'm out of blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take all this. And so I stopped and I was like, oh, I don't do that. I only have one or two of things, but you are you are welcome to purchase the retail size. And she was like, oh. Well, and I have also done where I have, um, like say the foot cream that I use for pedicures. Right. Um, I sell it. They don't have trial sizes. Right. So what I've done is if I've done a pedicure and I'm like, and someone's feet are really bad, I'm like, you know what? I really, like, I recommend that you get this, but I want you to try it first. Right. Because maybe you'll hate it, you right. know, like, cause some people really just don't like cream on their feet. Right. And so, um, I was like, okay, let's, so I bought little containers and I would just fill these little tiny containers, um, little jars with, uh, enough for, you know, maybe her to use it every day for a week. Right. And then she could see the change in her foot feet. And then usually they, and I, and I did sell a lot of that cream that way because they didn't have trial sizes. And so this was a way for me to get them to try it out. So if you have stuff that you want them to try, but you don't have, they don't do trial. Just buy little jars and make them. Yeah. Just buy things to like, or your baggies or whatever, just buy something to, you know, and then buy a big version and just use that as your samples. Yes. And you just write that off. Yeah. And, but make sure you're doing something. Yeah. Don't just offer a service and kick them out the door. People are there because when you kick them out the door, they're running over to Ulta or Sephora or Walmart or wherever, and they're going to get that product from someone else. So there is no reason for you not to make money. And retail is amazingly easy money. Yes. And I mean, really... It's just an add-on. It's and if great. You be- if you believe in what you're selling, then it's you're not, not selling. Then it. it's not selling. No, you're offering them the like, best thing it, it's for a, them. You're doing a disservice to them by not offering them something that you know is amazing. Exactly. So I hope that you guys all get out there and start researching some amazing lines. And if you are already carrying a line you love, 
try doubling your sales by the end of the year. Yeah. I absolutely bet if you talk to every single person about it or, you know, and really personalized it to them or started doing some kits ready for Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, do offer something, really let people know you have it. Cause people a lot of times don't know you have it if you're not talking about it right. and, or they can't see it. I mean, forever I have retail and people would go, you started selling skincare. I'm like, I've been selling it for 15 years, Yeah, but it was in a position where when they walked by, they never saw it. Yeah. They just walked by it because they'd come in to get waxed. Mm-hmm. So your job for the next, you know, just even in the next week, talk to every single person that comes in about what a product that would be good for them. Mm-hmm. And I would bet you, you sell to at least 50% of them. Well, or at least one. Yeah. So, and then if you don't. But by have, the end of the year, you'll be at, I you'll, would bet, 50%. You'll rate, yeah, you'll, because you'll feel more confident in your line. Yeah, every time you sell it, you're going to feel better about, yeah. better about it, better about yourself, better about your business. And um, you but, won't feel like you're selling. Right. Plus, if you don't have anything that you're selling, it might, you know, you really should consider it. Maybe, you know, consider it, do a little research, find something, and then start at the beginning of the year. But um, seriously, do some research on, you know, selling some retail things. You don't have to sell a ton of things. You can sell five things. And if you're going to bring in something the beginning of the year, that's another good thing. Start promoting it in December. I can't wait coming January 1st, you know, this, Mm -hmm. I'll be bringing in this amazing line. So you're pre-selling it. Mm -hmm. So the minute you get it in, people go, oh my gosh, I want that. Well, and you use it. Yes. So, because every product that I've sold, I've used. Me too. I love it. So, So... You know, you guys get out there, sell some retail and make some money. Yes. Christmas is coming, right? It is. It's a great time to sell retail. Plus, it's also a great time to, um, you know. It's a good time to try new things. Try new things. Bring like new little things in because you don't have to buy a lot of it. Right. You just buy a little and see if you could sell it. Lots of lines have gift sets. You could buy that. Exactly. For your people to try, for you to try. And if you don't sell it, then you don't have to keep it. But, you know. But, you know, start... It's really not going to hurt you. Let's a whole finish lot the too. year out strong, guys, because out, yeah. this has been a tough year. And yeah. a lot of people at this time of the year are like, well, I got to kind of prep for the holidays. I'm going to be so busy. But they don't work on adding new things where every quarter you should really be reevaluating. Mm-hmm. So reevaluate. We're in September. I mean, maybe you guys are hearing this at the end of September. Um, but really reevaluate what your next three months are going to look like and finish the year strong. Yeah. So, and then we will talk to you next time. Yeah. 